Thanks for stopping by and checking out Dude, Where's My Mind? A collection of short stories, insights, and conversations about my accidental spiritual journey. On this segment, I feel the difference between getting a paycheck and earning a living. I call this episode, I Got Five on It. Enjoy. I remember after the whole pizza pain situation that month, it was November and we followed through to December and January started really, I started feeling more different and um, I started really um, connecting with a lot of things. And what I mean by that is like, for example, uh, I used to, you know, just hang out with Mila and watch a lot of Disney with her. And like, we started watching Moana and man, I'll tell you, like, watching Moana it like just made my eyes open up and just gave me so much hope and filled my heart with optimism and the story of Moana is basically there's this girl that just you know lives in this beautiful island and uh, her dad is the chief and she's next in line to be the chief and you know she's got everything made like she doesn't need to do anything and her life is kind of just set up in this like perfect way and for her all she wants to do is leave the island and she wants to just go explore in the ocean that's it and it keeps calling her and it keeps calling her and she doesn't know what it is and it's a really big risk to take to leave her family and just to do it and so she just escapes one day like you know and uh, like in the middle of the night her mom's like all right man if your dad finds out he's gonna get you and she just leaves her family because she's like, I gotta, I gotta do this for myself. And she leaves behind like all this prestige and being the chief and everything just to, um, you know, find herself and trying to, um, you know, do what her heart is telling her to do. Like this voice, this calling that's kind of speaking to her. And I thought it was like, you know, talking to me. I'm like, did, did somebody create Moana just for me? You know, because I had this longing inside. And you know, no amount of fancy dinners, the finest drinks, you know, the biggest name brands in the world. Like I used to like from head to toe, man, I was just rocking it, you know, Gucci handbag. We used to drive an Audi A5. Um, Just, you know, just a lot of it. Like, I think I had like Burberry scarves and like the Gucci. It was a lot. It was a lot. Like, I think my whole like my head to toe ensemble on occasions would be like just thousands of dollars. And that's what I would just roll out in because, you know, I, I felt that's what I needed to, you know, feel good in front of people, all that stuff, those giant high heels I couldn't walk in that hurt my feet all the time. I remember because when we went out to like clubs or like, you know, like parties and, um, whatever and like at the end of the night my feet would be so sore and we lived in Vancouver so we could kind of walk around and like we didn't have to take a car to a lot of like you know cool spots around town and Paul would be like we can just walk home man like just walk over the bridge with me and we're right there I'm like no I can't like we need a cab we couldn't find a cab and I remember so many times where he I took off my shoes and he would give me his shoes and he would walk home in his socks and carry my shoes with him and like you know just like the the things I did to, I don't know, feel comfortable, but I was just highly, highly uncomfortable. Like I didn't want to wear those weaves and extensions and all the giant heels that I couldn't, and all the excessive jewelry. Uh, you know, I couldn't even like 
like shake my face or like move like in a little bit of a circle with things kind of falling out of place. Like I, I had to walk around like just so. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. That's not a thing now. It's just, all right, wrap that up. So if anyone's looking for like high-end stuff, I, I want to have like a cool garage sale one day and just like get rid of the stuff. I give a lot to my mom, but she's just, uh, she shouldn't be wearing that stuff. <laughs> you don't need to see juicy written on the back of your mom's butt. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that one. Um, but yeah, when I left work, I was making $95,000 base. And there were perks and bonuses and everything else on top. It was hard to walk away from. And I knew if I stayed there for even like another two years, I would be like the VP of something or other, like the people or culture. I could have done it. I, I feel it in me. I could have done it. And that base would have gone higher. And then what? You know? And then what? A new pair of shoes? I don't know. It just, it just wasn't doing it anymore. So when I started listening to my Disney inner princess, my Moana, my Elsa, you know, following my inner voice and looking for those little breadcrumbs of joy and doing more things that give me so much joy in life, like this podcast, like doing comedy, like doing acting, and I've done recently two projects with my friend Kelby DeLay, who is an amazing comedian, writer. She's going to be a, a fantastic director. Like, she's going to get her hands into it in the next year or so. I can't wait to see what's happening for her. But, you know, I was in this project where it was the um, 12 Days of Feminismus, and it was an awesome concept. And it was my first time, it was my second project with Kelby, but it was my first time, like, releasing something I'm going to do, uh, you know, in a big way. And, and what I mean by releasing is, like, sharing it on WhatsApp or sharing it on my Facebook with my family and friends. And that's releasing it in a big way for me. So I did the skit and it was like a, it was like a four minute skit, you know, it was beautifully written. It was super funny. It was basically um, <laughs> the Kelby's 10 step guide to womanhood. And the funny thing is she's transgendered. And so this is the tips and advice that were given to her uh, when she was transitioning from a man to a woman. And there were things like, you know, shake your hand, <laughs> don't, don't have a firm handshake. And, you know, make sure you go limp for the men, men folk so they feel good and strong. And it was just, just really funny advice. And um, yeah, I really got out of my element. Um, there was this one step that she talked about saying that, you know, nobody looks good in a tube top. And then all of a sudden, poof, I'm in this like, <laughs> this tube top. And it is like a wild, wild cutout. And like, this is, yeah, it's uh, it's like, imagine like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, but in like a wild bikini format, like that would go really well in like a Pitbull video in like early 2000s. It was like, a tube top and then it looked like I had two giant like shark bites on each side of my left and right um, abdomen and there was just like a thin strip going through like forming like a t-bar basically yeah so that was the tube top that I decided to wear and when I say I decided to wear you know the script had only called for just a tube top and I looked for all the stuff that I could wear and I found this ridiculously revealing outfit and I tried it on and 
it was funny. And I loved it. And I felt so comfortable in it. Even though when I was 40 pounds less, I could never even be caught dead, like in public on a beach wearing it. Because I'm like, I don't look good. I don't look good. And now after having my second kid, like I said, being 40 pounds, you know, (laughs) from my previous fight and weight, (laughs) you know, I, I packed it on. But I like it. It's all good. And I wanted to get into this extremely tiny, tiny outfit with these tight ass jeans. And I wanted to, you know, make my moment. And for me, that was so big because all I've spent my life doing is shrinking myself in, and, and, and like trying to minimize myself as much as possible. Trying to reduce the amount of space that I take on this planet. Because I was always constantly trying to cut my weight, cut my weight, cut my weight, shrink myself, shrink myself, shrink myself, speak quietly or get really loud and drunk. It was just very extreme. But I really owned it when I walked onto the set with this awesome outfit on and um, had so much fun doing that little three minute clip. And um like I said, I posted it for, you know, my friends, family, LinkedIn. My LinkedIn network's pretty solid, man. I'm going to say that. But uh, no, actually, I didn't post on LinkedIn because there's a lot of swearing on it. So I was like, I'm going to save these people. But yeah, um, <laughs> it was, you know, I, I rolled it out and uh, I could hear like all the voices in my head. What are people going to say? What are people going to think? What are they going to say that I look like? And then I posted it because I realized I'm not those thoughts. I live confidently in my own shoes all the time, in my own skin. And I'm not sorry for that. So I'm going to wear this ridiculous outfit because at one point in my life, I bought it thinking that this is what sexy looks like. And I was happy to wear it (laughs) and post it because it's so funny now. Like, that's, that's not what I need to be sexy and I don't need to shrink myself to fit into anything anymore so um yeah it's just been such a great time working on that project and I think today I just felt really great and emotional about it because Paul's like hey you have mail and I'm like what like real mail and I never thought I would but anyways it's like an old school envelope with the little cutouts and it says like 604 Records Incorporated and it says to Rash Risoda and it says my address and it's to the amount of $50 and it's the first time that um, I really earned, I really earned that $50. Thank you guys for checking out that episode. That one was just so much fun to record. I remember, you know, waking up in the morning and getting that mail and like just hugging that envelope because it just felt so good. It's like, it's like you get to, you know, um, do something so insanely creative and put yourself out there and you get a chance to grow and you get to do it with a really good friend and then after you're done you and your friend you go hang out and you guys have like the 
best time and then like you know three weeks later somebody pays you fifty dollars for it it's it's you know it's like the wildest dream come true and i hope you know you listen to your inner moana and elsa and get to know yourself and self-discovery is one of the best best things that we can do for ourselves the people around us for everyone that we come in contact with knowing who we are gives us so much value and all the things that have happened in our past knowing what we're not that's valuable too there's no such thing as time wasted so yeah if you guys have any questions if you guys need comments if you want to say how what's up dude where's my mind 2020 at gmail.com thanks so much